Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Marcus and Melina De La Cruz. We hope that you'll be blessed by today's message. That part of the greater part of our life, you're in my life, is learning how to follow the flow of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, last week, last time I taught, uh, I, I I taught on prosperity, and uh, I was just getting ready to just, and the Lord just, you know, it's continue on. You you stay in on prosperity. You 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 hone in on prosperity. What, one of the reasons why we hone in and and we get in on prosperity because how many of you know it's not just because. It's not just because we, we, we just, it's just a nice little message that's going to make you feel good. Right. It's about getting across to you what belongs to you. It belongs to, prosperity belongs to you. Being broke doesn't belong to you. Being in lack doesn't belong to you. Suffering loss should, does not belong to you. And here's the thing. God wants us to walk in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an abundance that really is part and in keeping and in, in lockstep with what the word has already said. Amen. Amen. So one of the things the Lord told, uh, told me, this uh, told me, says it's time to pick up the pace. This, this morning I was praying about the service. He says, time, it's to tell your church it's time to pick up the pace. It's time to pick up the pace in finances. It's time to pick up the pace in miracles. It's time to pick up the pace in, 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 in believing and receiving. It's time to pick up the pace because there are some things that we need to walk in. And, and if, you get, if you're not careful and you're used to a, a, a slow pace, you'll be okay with the slow pace. Not recognizing, no, you need to pick up the pace. When I lived in Seattle, one thing I noticed uh, over the years when living in such a big city um, I got used to a high-paced living. Everything was high-paced. Move, 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 quick, quick, quick. Yeah. Boom, 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 get things done. Because why? Because there, was, there wasn't just a, a small delivery that needed to take place. You were dealing with large, large quantities of things having to move out, and things, quanti- quantity of things that had to get done, yeah. where a slow pace would not have satisfied. And, and, and when you live in an area like this, sometimes you're in the, you're in the idea that, oh, you know, just, just another day and, you know, here's the cows mooing and, yeah. you know, and, and here, here God says, no, I want you to pick up the pace yeah. because there's some things that th- your city needs to get into. Right. There's some things that we need to get into because right. I'm not satisfied with the current pace that we're at. Right. I'm not satisfied. I'll be, be very frank. I'm not satisfied at the pace that, I, that we're at. And, um, you know, and, and because it's important to God that we pick up the pace, then how many of you know that then then how do you know it's part of his plan that we pick up the pace? Like we said, it's, it's about us not being the same anymore. We don't come to church where we can stay the same. I remember years ago, Ethan was going out for football. There was a bunch of uh, I can't remember the, what grade they were. They were playing the Wolverines. I don't remember the grade or how old they were, but I just knew it was like a peewee football. And these coaches were studs. I just have to say, they just have to hand it to them. They were out there, and these boys were doing burpees, up downs. I don't know if you know what a burpee is or what an up down is, but it's just like you 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 you're jogging place. You hit the ground, you do a push up, and you pop back up real fast. Well, <clears throat> these boys weren't listening very well. So the coach says, "Hey, we're doing some burpees. We're we're going to discipline some of our flesh today." And uh, well into um, the 60th birthday, uh, bur- burpee or up and down, you could hear little whimpers in the, in the group. <laughs> you could hear them crying. And I thought to myself, thank God my wife ain't here. 
And then I heard one mom and goes, but they're just a boy. <laughs> they're just a baby. But here's the thing. Those are the things that, that form you. Those are the things that mark you. Those are the things that when you, in order to get to where you need to be, there needs to be a spiritual discipline. And if God is at requiring you to pick up the pace, therefore my, my head has got to be up quickly. In other words, staying down and taking my time getting up is no longer acceptable. Right. And so what that looks like, we don't know. But we do know that there's some things that, things that we need to do. That means it's going to require more times in prayer, more, more, more of a relationship with the Lord, more, more acting on what we know to do versus just hearing what we know to do and just hearing what we need to do than just hearing what we need to do than not responding like we need to do. Because we've heard, now we're in the season where the Lord says that's not acceptable anymore. Yeah. It's not acceptable just to hear anymore. Yeah. It's, it, we're, we're in the season where it's, it's, we're in the doing season. Yeah. We're in the doing of God's word. And over here, let's open our Bibles this morning, or this evening to Genesis chapter 26. Say, I'm, I'm popping up and walking and what God's called me to do. And over here in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, then God said, let us make man in our image according to the likeness of uh, let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle and all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Ladies, that's not, that's not talking about your husband, those creepy things that creep on the earth. No, it's not talking about your husband. But I want, you to, I want to point something out. He's speaking to man at this specific point. He said, let us give man dominion. Now, how many of you got to watch any Bill Winston's services online? How many people were there? Get to see... Got to see him, got to preach. Yeah. Okay. He talked a little bit about the, actually, I think he talked quite, quite yeah. uh, uh, ex- expanding on dominion. Yeah. And he really did a good, excellent job yeah. on speaking, uh, speaking on dominion. Right. But it's not enough just to hear it in Marietta. Yeah. Yeah. It's not enough just to hear it over there and not bring it over here. Right. And still walk around like you're defeated. Right. And still walk around sick. And still walk around depressed. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because dominion in the reality of the what's what's dominion in a grand scheme of things and under the new covenant, dominion is taking your authority. How many of you have children? You know, Mama, that if you don't take your authority over those kids right away, they're going to run you over. And parents who do not take their dominion or take their authority over their children right away, have situations where uh, you've seen like um, on these, ch- uh, these, were, uh, these nannies shows come on and you see the, the kid, this kid slapping mama and, 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 or, or hitting. And I'm like, I, I told my wife, when I saw that once happen, I go, oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm already getting my be- own belt off. I'm, I'm getting upset just even watching that stuff. I'm like, oh, no, he didn't. He better not walk down my side of the street. I tell, I'll take care of him. But here's the thing is, is it's, what's it, what is that? It's not taking the authority that mother has in that child's life to correct and address certain types of behaviors. And see, every time you get into the Word of God, the Word of God shows you how to take your dominion, where to take your dominion, when to speak up. Amen. It tells you, it doesn't, doesn't leave you like, well, I, don't know what, I didn't know when to say or when to say it. No, it tells you to speak up. To right. say in the face of, of sin, yeah. no, that is wrong. That's no, right. we are not doing that. That's right. There is a lifestyle. Yeah. There is a lifestyle to dominion. Yeah. There is a lifestyle to, to authority. Yeah. 
People who do not take their authority well do not manage well. Well, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Well, I mean, I, you know, I, I just hate taking my authority. I hate bringing people in my office. Well, then you don't have, you know, when we went out to sports, there was no taking anybody in the office. It was there on the field. Hey, this is going on. We need to get that covered. Yeah. Let's get that covered because that ain't happening. We're, we're, looking, we're looking like fools in front of that other team. Right. And what did the team do? Adjust. People are like, well, I, I've heard people say, well, I bring people to the office. It seems like they crack down. They start to cry and they get upset and they get offended. And they start leaving the church because they got offended. And then I had a good friend of us. Just, she just said, no, you don't do that. You just kind of tell them just right then and there. I go, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, the same thing with your kids. You see your kid doing, you don't wait three weeks to tell them that what they're doing is wrong. Because it's gonna, what is it going to do if you don't tell them? It's it's gonna it's gonna cause people to ostracize them. People I know people to ostracize. What's that word ostracize? It literally means it causes that person to be rejected by the other groups. Maybe rejected by their social group, rejected by their peers, rejected at school. They they lose friendships. They can't develop friendships because no no one taught them how to behave. No one taught them how to, how to uh, really hold themselves. See, when, you, when you, you, you use your authority with your children, then it gives them, they know the structure. Yeah. They can move about confidently. Right. And then they are more secure. Yeah, that's right. They're more secure in their relationships. And if you're real insecure, then maybe you need some structure. Maybe you need to spend time in the Word to find out what it says, how to interact as an adult. Yeah. Instead yeah. of acting like, you know, these... I, you always have these youth groups. They want to. They, they want to be all hype. Hey, you want to go to my church? Hey, you know, like, like like life is just like this. You know, hey man, how's it going, man? Hey, it's just like this hype feeling. Just hype, hype. It's life is not like that. Life is full of people, young adults. I told my children when they were little, I don't raise babies. I raise adults. I told them if I don't baby talk to my kids, I'm I'm teaching them how to talk right. So when they get older, they know how to hold themselves. And so, what are we teaching our teenagers? We're teaching them now how to take their authority, right. how to walk in dominion, right. how, to, uh, how to see things yeah. from a biblical perspective yeah. Yeah. so right. that you have answers, yeah. so that's that right. you don't get confused with things. Right. You can't tell which gender you are. You ought to know who you are and what you are. Right. I'll, I'll, if you don't know who or what you are, I'll introduce you to my Bible. I will come up to a, a, long, a long mirror and we'll just show you who you are. If you're a girl, I'll have Pastor Melina talk to you about that. And if you're a guy, I'll talk to you about that. There's only two choices in this group. It's either the men's group or the girls' group. Amen? So again, you know, it's all about knowing your dominion. And then notice here, then God blessed them. See, they first received dominion, then God blessed that dominion. In other words, you already are blessed. Do you hear, do you hear what I'm saying? You already are blessed. You're not trying to be blessed. Um, you know, you, you, hear, you hear people talk uh, back in the day, and, and P- Kenneth Hagin's day, he said, you know, uh, back in our day, they, one of the, he was having a, a lunch with a bunch of ministers, and one of the ministers says, well, you know what we need is we need a revival of love. And they go, oh, yeah, we need a, we, the church just needs a, a revival of love. And, and he goes, yep, we just need a re- revival of love. You know, that'll change. That'll bring revival. That'll just change everything. And then, the, and then, and then, then, then Brother Hagin just looked at it and goes, well, you brothers, you, I don't think any of you are saved. He goes, what do you mean? Because if you're, if you're born again, yeah. the Bible says a love of God is already shed abroad on the inside of your heart. 
You don't have to try to get love. It's already in you. Just the fact that you're born again, you, you automatically have a love for the people in your church. You just noticed that when you got born again, right? And then so you people say, oh, we're going to have a revival of finances. Boy, I just thought about that for a second. How are we going to have a revival of finances if it already belongs to us already? It's already on the inside of you. You already have it. I got some bad. I got some good news for you. God has already done as much for you financially than he'll ever already do. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Don't look depressed on me. <laughs> sort of like that woman said, you know, he, he, when she said, I need to be healed. He goes, well, every, he goes, you're already healed. God's already provided all the healing you'll ever need. And she was in her situation and she just was looking at where she was at the, at the, at the moment. Yeah. See, our problem is we end, end up looking at ourselves at where we are at the moment. Yeah. We don't see ourselves financially blessed, but we are blessed. That's why the scripture says so eloquently, let the rich, let the poor say, I am rich for what the Lord has done in me. What does that mean? It means the Lord's already done something in you and you already have an advantage. You already have an advantage that darkness doesn't have an advantage of. And if you want to walk around like those who do not know God, like, I don't know God. My parents go to church. My parents make me go to church. You want to walk around like that? I'm going to tell you right now, it's a hard, it's a, it's a hard knock life for you. It's a, it's, a, it's a hard knock life. You know, you're going to be just dancing around like little orphan Annie. Just, just hoping you get your little daddy warbucks. Maybe, little, maybe Daddy Warbucks will come save me. You know what Daddy Warbucks are for? For girls who don't, didn't study in school and find out who their authority in Christ was. Got real quiet when I said that. Well, every I got all real quiet when I said that. But see, if you know who you are in Christ, you're not dependent on no Daddy Warbucks. If you know who you are in Christ, you already know you're the healed. If you know who you are in Christ, you already know that you're whole. If you know who you are in Christ, you're not looking for a psychologist. You already got peace on the inside. You know who you are in Christ Jesus because you know the authority that you hold. And that you're not going to allow no devil just to come in off the streets and talk to you and lie to you and talk to you and begrade you and say you can't do it. You're not that smart. You're not that good looking. Right? You're not going to let the devil sit there. No, you're going to use your authority. You're going to say, devil, you shut your mouth. Right. You've always been a loser. That's right. That's right. Always Come been on. a loser. Come on. Amen. You gave up everything yeah. for, for nothing. That's, right. that's, a dumb, that's a dumb exchange. Yeah. So on. you just got to put him back up and, and let him know where he stands. That's right. That's right. Because you are a champion. Come on. We just need to get our thinking right. We got, we got to emphasize. We got to emphasize these things. God, God's, God's going to do it. He's already doing it. There's people right now walking in the fullness of God's plan, doing what God said. And, and you know what the Bible says? That when you're, when you're prospering, this is how you know you're prospering God's way. Because the Bible says this. This is how you know you're prospering. When people start uh, get talking ugly about you, about you prospering. That's how you know. The Bible says it. It says that when you prosper, they will talk about you the haters have come out. That's the Bible. That's about the haters club will come out. They go, look at him. Look what he's wearing. You know what I mean? 
it's probably a knockoff. And they're looking, just talking trash. You know, got something to say. You know, he must have stole his way to the top. What did you, what did you do to get that money? See, that's how the, see, when you're prospering God's way, it causes people to be like, what's going on? What's going on in the, in the Alvarez family? What, what's, what's going on in the Romero family? What, what's going on the, in the Gonzalez family? What, what's going on down the street that, that's causing them to prosper so much? See, the, what's causing it is because they know who they are in Christ. They're walking in their divine authority. They have the dominion. They're walking out of their authority. They say to those mountains, be thou removed. Things are taking place. Things are happening. Blind eyes are opening. Come on. People who couldn't hear can hear again. See, I'm tired of just talking about these things. I'm tired. I'm, I, I got some questions lined up, lined up for Dr. Mize. Because he talked about raising the dead. And the Lord's been dealing with me about raising the dead. I've, I've been talking to the Lord about raising the dead. I said, well, Lord, one of these days, I'm going to lay, I'm going to find me a dead. I've been, I'm always looking on the, I'm always on the hunt for a dead person. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm looking for my hand. I go, D- if they're embalmed, does that count? <laughs> I just got to know. <laughs> and so he, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You don't know unless you don't ask. You don't, you don't know unless you get some knowledge on some things. Yeah. You don't walk in what you don't know. Come on. And many people want to have what they don't know, but they're not willing to put the time to get in on the know. And see, and when you get on the know, you get on the go. And a lot of people are, are trying to circumvent things. And they talk ugly because they, don't, they themselves don't understand who you are and what you're doing. They think it's outrageous that you would tithe. They think it's outrageous that you would walk in love. They think it's outrageous that you would that you would be that you would talk to your body and and then you would walk around that you would be healed. And, and then that questions are like, well, why am I not healed? Yeah. You're healed. Why am I not healed? Because yeah. I'm doing the word. Right. I'm using my authority. Yeah. I'm taking right. my dominion. Right. Man, why do your kids act so well? Because I'm taking my dominion. Right. I'm taking my authority. Yeah. I ain't putting up with no lip. I'm not putting it up. I'm not putting up with it. You got to be the same way. You can't, you cannot afford to put up with darkness. Amen. So we're not trying to become rich. We already are. You remember the 10 spies? We talked about that a little while back. The 10 spies that were sent out. And there was only two that came back with a good report. 10 spies went out and had an ugly report. Two came back with a good report. Right? We look at that now and like, well, how, well, you know, well, just just two guys, you know. And here's the thing: there, there'll always be somebody yeah. who, who, who the, the evil report left everybody in their comfort zone, it left everybody comfortable. The ten spies just they left people comfortable. They left people thinking we can't do it. Yeah. The ten spies said we are not able. You, you ever notice you're not able to go to college? You're, you're not as smart as those other folks. You can't do it because yeah. you're limited. Yeah. You've never been that good in school. Mm-hmm. And yet God, through two men, one who ends up the leader of that nation yeah. and the other one who just is just a crazy old man, said, let's do it. Yeah. Crazy for what? Crazy for what God's saying. He said, hey, I, I'd rather follow God's plan because I know that already that's the best 
plan. Right. I already know that as long as he's given me that word, yes. I'm in. That's right. As long as you already have God's word, That's right. as long as you already have God's word, you're in. Yeah. You're in. That's you're right. not trying to get in. Yeah. You're not trying to get on the in group. You're already in the in group. Quit trying to do something that God's already done for you. Just enforce already what he's already done. Just enforce it. So when did they become wealthy? At the resurrection. At that very moment, salvation is now. Healing is now. Faith is now. Prosperity is now. That's why the scripture says, let the poor say what? Come on, I've already, I've, already, I've already set you up already. I already gave you the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Let the poor say what? I'm rich. You got to get used to saying I'm rich. Yeah, I'm rich. Say, I am, I am rich. rich. You know what being rich means? I mean, fully supplied. Fully supplied, fully supplied for every good work. Yes. Come on. Someone at the grocery store, little elderly woman. The Bible says the poor will always be with you. Don't feel bad because the poor is always going to be around you. Mm-hmm. Just be excited that you get to be the answer. Yeah. That you get to be the supply to help somebody. Yeah. Now, I'm going to say that as long as you get first things first, mm-hmm. and you know God's divine order where you tithe first, yeah. and you're not trying to usurp your, um, your conscience by doing other things other than doing what God told you to do. Because, yeah. right. I mean, I can do things out without, you know, th- isn't that what certain people did in the Bible? They wanted to please the group. Who is it? Um, Saul. He wanted to please the small group of men rather than pleasing God because I was afraid of the men. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up losing out on what God had promised him. Yeah. See, you and I as a believer, we cannot afford to circumvent God's word. Can't afford to circumvent it just to, to make others feel comfortable. Yeah. I can't. Right. It's, too, it's too costly. To, to not walk in the fullness of God just to make someone else feel comfortable. Wow. I, refuse, I refuse to, you know, that's the one thing that's good about the eagle. Do you know when an eagle makes her nest? She makes her nest. And, and in that nest, she has two birds. And you know what, what happens over a period of time as these two birds are in there? She takes out things up from underneath them. You know why she's doing that? Because it's time for them to get going. Yeah. It's time for them to develop. It's time for them to not stay the same. Yeah. They can't stay babies forever. Yeah. See, if you don't learn your faith now, you're going to end up having to learn it later. Yeah. And I'd rather learn it while I'm at home, when I'm in an environment yeah. where, hey, mama hasn't yet pulled out the strings where I have to go yet. Yeah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Mama's not asking me, so when are you going to pay rent? When are you going to pay rent? <laughs> Mama's got some clothes to buy, girl. You better get me my rent, you know. It's not like that. But you, when you're in an environment where you have a chance to learn faith, baby, start learning that faith. Yeah, start, right. start learning that confession. Start, le- right. start finding out who you are yeah. in Christ Jesus. That's right. Because one of these days you're going to have to be in the know. Yeah. 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 Come on. And, not too, and if you just keep avoiding about being in the know, you'll be slow. Yeah. And out of the flow. Yeah. And Coco Shamo. Come on, you're going to be somewhere out there wondering what happened. Kokomo, thank you. Come on, what, what are we doing? We're moving into what God has for us, amen? amen. I was sitting there the, uh, just recently at camp meeting, and, and I asked a minister that I've known for a while. We're not like close friends. I just know some of his family. 
but I don't really know him. I just say hi to him and just kind of slap hands and just that kind of thing, you know, <laughs> just say hello. And uh, great man, great man. I got on. I, I just was just, you know, just be, being friendly, just saying hello, because he's really not part of fresh oil, but he's a great man, God. And uh, I said, hey, man, how's it going? Doing pretty good? You know, staying busy? And then, you know, just kind of like the way I just said it. And he goes, uh, uh, not busy, but productive. Ooh. I was all, talk about having command and understanding of what he's saying that's coming out of his spirit. Being aware of what's coming out of the heart. Because out of the heart flows the issues of life. We can be busy, but that doesn't mean we're productive. Boy, I'll tell you, after I said, I told that to Pastor Malina, I go, boy, I I, I meditated. When he said that, I was like, ooh, Selah. I was, that was a Selah moment. I was like, hmm, that's good. That'll preach. So I wrote it real down, and I said nothing to him. (laughs) Oh, praise the Lord. Let's open our Bibles to Joshua. Uh, Deuteronomy 28. I apologize. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. This, this is for you. This is for you as a believer. Now it shall come to pass. Just say that. Now it shall come to pass. <laughs> now that means everything that you believe, it's going to come to pass. Now it shall come to pass. Say everything I'm believing God for, it shall come to pass. You live a lifestyle of things coming to pass. If something happens, things for me always come to pass. Things are always happening. God's already done it. Ever since I prayed it, it's already done. I already have it. I'm not waiting on it. I'm not trying to believe God for it. I'm not sweating that when it's going to come. It's coming. I, it, it's, a, it's a done deal. The River Church, it's building. It's a done deal. We can't, we can't, we can't talk contrary otherwise. Well, you looked at this one building and it wasn't. No, you looked at this one building. No, we have a building. It shall come to pass. Right. It is ours. We have it. We have it now. Right. Amen. 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 And if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully. Did you catch that? If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. Notice it doesn't happen automatically. You have to be a diligent. You have to be diligent to obey. And observe carefully. So why did you do that? I don't know. Weren't you paying attention? I wasn't really, I didn't really notice. See, there's a, there's a standard. There's a standard where, where we have to, we now have to start paying attention. That we just don't let our time slip by from beneath us. That we we're paying attention to, to the long-term effects of our current actions. I'm, I, I understand. I'm observing to do and obey I understand if I don't obey and I don't observe that there are things on the long end of this thing that will not come to pass if I am not doing the word. Yeah. 
But when I'm doing the word, I'm doing so with the thought there is a long-term effect. Nothing happens by accident. Nothing. Nothing happens by accident. It happens by divine purpose, divine reason, saying I'm taking, I'm laying hold. I'm being obedient to his word. Say, I'm being obedient to his word. I'm laying hold. I'm being careful to observe, to look, to see the outcome. I tell you what, when you start to think about things a little bit more clearly, you won't rush off and spend money that you don't have. You won't get into relationships that, that will end up in a dead end. You won't, you won't take jobs that will just take from you. Because there's a lot of jobs that will do more to take from you. Yeah, they'll give you a good salary, but they own you. They own the relationship between you and your kids. They, they think they own you. So you got to make a decision. Am I going to be walking my dominion, walking my authority? Am I going to be a possessor of lands or am I going to just be a renter of lands? A leaser of lands. I don't think God wants you to be a renter or a leaser. I, I believe he wants a river church to be a land of possessors of lands. Lands. Properties. Come on. Not, 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 not just barely scraping by. Not just going down Grumble Alley. Amen. Amen. So we're careful to observe all his commandments. And the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Now I'm going to set you, tell you something. This word nations means all the different racial groups, all the different ethnicities. He's going to set you dominion and he's going to cause you to shine like a beacon on a, on a, on a, on a, on a hill where people look. That is where the people at the river church congregate this these folks are the ones that help transform this city into a land flowing with milk and honey i remember when there wasn't a building there and a company there but now there's businesses and there's jobs and there's a there's people who have jobs second third fourth generation because one person obeyed God and the other saw the vision and, and they made a decision that day that I wasn't going to live the same way anymore. So they started that company. They planted that field. They raised that livestock. And their children did great and mighty things. And they gave God all the glory. And they gave God all the glory. And they did not forget the God. They did not forget their God, nor did they forget the Lord. Because the parents talked of all the goodness that God had done in their lives. And, and that all that God had saved them from them. And then, and then they didn't forget it because they were recited to their grandchildren and their children's children of all the goodness that God has done. Praise God. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. That's right. Praise God. Praise God. Say, we're a, on the move. we're a church on the move. And I'm moving with it. Hey! 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 Hallelujah! 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 
Hallelujah. And they, and they were like those who dreamed. And they were like those who dreamed. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Walking on your properties. All your children healthy. Children get delivered at the river church. This is a place of deliverance. Place of deliverance. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now all we got to do is just keep our mouth straight. Just keep your mouth straight. Keep your mouth straight. Are you busy? No. I'm productive. Keep your mouth straight. Huh? Are you poor? Are you sick? Are you depressed? Say, I'm glad. Just like the glad bag is, I'm glad. You know why they got a glad bag? You know why they got to get, because you have to fill it up. And you get to fill it up as much as you want. Amen. And the thing will keep stretching. I said, they promise, right? They, they promise that glad bag is going to stretch. So it's time to put the stretch on it and, and see God move in ways. It's time to get miracles. I said it's time to flow. The, the flow of miracles is here again. So the flow of miracles is in my is part of my DNA. Woo! You shouldn't be you shouldn't be afraid of a dead person. You're like, is that my assignment? That's right. That's right. Lord's been showing me some stuff about this for a long time. Been showing me some stuff about this raising of the dead for a long time, yeah, and pa- Doctor uh, Doctor Mice taught a bit, a little bit about this uh-huh. Friday morning, yeah, and I caught some things, mm-hmm. and I said, I think I know, I think I finally getting closer, because you know you have to get yourself to a point where you, you where your faith is at, where you understand yeah. some things. Yeah. I said you have to get yourself your your faith has got to get some places right. before you're able to tap into some things. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're understanding y'all may be seated we're we're got just a couple more minutes your your faith is getting places amen so what happens when you have dead people you get you get to fill your church with dead people that were dead my name's bob i was dead my name is fred i once was dead i'm telling you right now i i i the 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 spirit of faith that is in this room right now. The spirit of faith that is in this room right now. Some of you who have caught what I am saying. Some of you who are hearing that just didn't hear today. Some of you caught what I was saying. You caught it. You didn't just hear it. Now you caught it. Now you're going to do it. And you're going to see miracles. Because miracles are the dinner bread of the believer. The dinner bell of the believer. They're the dinner bell of the believer. Miracles, healing, are the dinner bell of the believer. It's time. It's time. Woo! Woo! Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Come on. Praise God. No longer broke. 
Pastor says we're going to do a double up offering right now. You're like, oh, I, I, I'm going to do a double up offering. I don't know what I'm going to do. Do you know how many haircuts that's going to be? Do you know how many hours at the boot barn I'm going to have to put in? You don't understand, Pastor. You those big, big men come in with them stinky feet. I, I told my mama, I don't know if I get paid enough for this. And he was like cochino, and his feet was dirty, sweaty socks. It was all, his socks were all nasty. But you're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said the spirit of faith is in this house right now. I said the spirit of faith is in here right now. takes faith not to look at them dirty socks it takes faith to look beyond what you're naturally currently seeing at that time you're dealing with a kid that's a little child and you're a school teacher and he's headbutting you it takes faith to look and see that kid has got a future it takes faith to see that god's got a bigger plan for your life than what you're where you're currently re- living at or residing at or if you live in a neighborhood you're like i don't see myself in this neighborhood very long I, saw, I, I, I feel like the Jeffersons, I, I feel like there's going to be a moment where in my life where it's time to move on up. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm not just talking about like economically, but I'm also that's talking right. about spiritually as well. That's right. That's right. I'm also talking about uh, physically as well. Yeah. No, no, not always having to come up for healing. Yeah. Not always, yeah. because you, you believe in divine healing, but you put, you're always putting the word in so, so that you can walk out what God's doing. Amen. Amen. Woo! Woo! Hallelujah. 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 I was really worried how the service was going to go. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I said, Lord, I only got one page. He says, that's okay. That's all you need. <laughs> oh. Woo! And when you're driving around in your nice car, yeah. and you and you look out down the street, yeah. and you got your and it's 116 outside, but you got your AC going on, it's <laughs> keeping you nice and cool, and your nice little lug, and your and your and it's, and it's a new it's a new AC, yeah. and your new car, it's blowing a nice cool air, and you got an ice cold drink sitting next to you, you just say hallelujah, That's hallelujah, right. the Lord's taking Ooh, care of me. Yeah. I ain't forgetting where I came from. That's right. I ain't gonna forget where I came That's from. Right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to help Pastor Marcus more with these missions, these missions things that he's got going on. It's on his heart for missions. I thank you, Father. I'm going to help Pastor Marcus help, help, help Brother Ike and help Dr. Terry and help the other future missionaries that have come through this church. I'm just going to help him, Father. I'm going to help him help missionaries. And I think we're going to help Pastor Marcus carry this gospel up up north and south of this valley, north and south of this state, north and south of this equator, north and east and west of this equator. And I thank you, Father, this gospel is going to go all over the world. 
This gospel, I said this gospel is going to go all over the world. And some of your children will go out. I said some of your children will go out. They'll spread some of that gospel around. Some will be full-time. Some will be part-time. Some will get to go on these journeys and, and have their lives changed. By seeing how good they got it at home. And seeing how awesome their dads are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! How many of you got blessed tonight? Come on. Well, I love you. Yes, Lord. Um, Somebody came in here or has been feeling a lot, has been feeling a lot under pressure. You've been feeling, you've been feeling pressure. You've been feeling the pressure. I'm telling you right now, that's a demon that's been walking around trying to put pressure on you. Trying to put pressure on your mind, trying to put pressure. You, you, you're, 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 uh, there's somebody close to you who talks contrary to what you believe. Someone really close to you and, and you feel it. And we're going to take you. You need to take your authority over it. You need to take your authority over it right now. And as a group, as a family, as a church, we don't have to know who it is who rose their hand, but let's just say, I agree with them. I agree. I agree. We take our authority over that, de- that demonic voice right now in Jesus' name. We bind it. It's funny because I, I, uh, I was thinking about Job, and I almost preached on Job tonight. But Job got in trouble, got, got himself in a little bit of a pickle because Satan came in, and he was accusing Job he was accusing Job that if you put pressure on him, he's going to curse God. And so if you, the more you read the story, his wife turns out to be the one that says, curse God, you need to curse God and just die. And he says, woman, Job said to the woman, woman, you're talking foolishly. Well, do you know that when you're married to someone, you're one flesh? And if you're going under pressure, uh, you better both make sure you're in agreement. Make sure you're, you're both thinking on the same page. And if you're not, you're going to say, hey, we need to be on the same page. Because if not, we're opening ourselves yeah. to an attack of the enemy. Yeah. And he lost a lot as a result of being attacked. Yeah. So we bind that voice, yeah. that influence that would try to tear that agreement away. Yeah. We, we speak against it. Yeah. We bind that, 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 hmm. Yeah. You know, I've known a couple ministers right now in the gospel whose spouses gave them options and they stuck out with God no matter what. And they're still preaching in a day. Stick with God. Stick with God. I said, stick with God. I said, stick with God. You stick with God no matter what happens. God will take you to the other side no matter what. And each case, these people got, came ahead. Doctor came out ahead, and one other minister I know, he came out really ahead. So you stick with God. You do, God will take care of you. God will take care of you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's for a high five, Seth. That's not to be timid. Or give me a big high five. Don't be afraid. Come on. Homeschoolers. Like, what? He's not homeschooled. <laughs> Private schooling. That's what it is. <laughs> Praise Lord. Hey, we speak blessings and we come against that pressure. So remember, when that voice starts talking, right. you've already taken your authority over that. Yeah. That's right. yeah. 
And you tell that person, look, I love you, but you're not talking right. And you're allowing the devil to come in. And you can't keep doing that and think you'll be okay. Yeah. And you've got to be bold about it. If, you're, if you can be bold with your children, in certain cases, you need to be bold over situations like that. Because right. you are not going to let the devil take your no. kids. Because Job didn't talk up to that woman, I, I suspect. Because then he ended up losing his kids over it. Be bold. Be bold. These, are, these things are bigger. Again, remember I said earlier, future tense. Future. You can do things in love. You can correct in love. If you have to correct... Always do it in love. Do it with the sweetness of your voice, with the anointing of God. Pray to the Holy Spirit. Ask the Lord for the timing, and He will direct your path. Amen. Amen. Boy, I just—I'm telling—I just feel like I'm on God's time right now, which means there is no time. Amen. There ain't no time in the Holy Ghost. Woo! I love you. We love you. We'll see you Sunday. Amen. Amen.